Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris, broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. As always, Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Yes, thank you. It is always my pleasure to be here, and hopefully this is going to be one of those uh, powerful, applicable, practical, tactical types of shows that they can run with and see nearly immediate results. So I'm looking forward to it. You know, the essence no of this show, this is a, this, right, exactly, as always, right? That, that, you know, if it wasn't the fact there's 135,000 regular listeners now, the pressure of having to perform every day to make sure you guys are getting everything that we promised you're going to get, you know, that's something we take very seriously. This show, this topic is one of the unique things about um, Julie and I and our coaching organization. It's one of those things that nobody tells you, but honestly, successful people know and sometimes they don't verbalize it for shit, so you don't necessarily – like you'll be around somebody and you'll, they'll have this sort of effervescent sort of quality about them, but you won't know exactly what it is that makes them special. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Or you'll be in a room with somebody and you'll see that somebody has like – you know, they're consistently successful, not just in business but in other aspects of their life. And you're going, well, what's that person's secret? And, you know, being that Julie and I are in the coaching business and we've been, you know, in the coaching business forever and we sold real estate, you guys know our resume if you've been listening for a while – so we've been there, done that. We're not just fakers. We haven't just, you know, we didn't show up on, we weren't born on third base acting like we hit a homer. So with that in mind, we have been really, really studying our entire adult lives, what it was that made somebody successful while other people would struggle. And it really does come down to this simple, at least simple to say, and maybe simple to understand, but damn hard to implement <laughs> concept. And it's this, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And, you know, it's interesting I, I do. I think about this every day, especially as I'm doing coaching calls. Julie and I have a handful of coaching clients personally, folks we've coached many, you know, for many years, some of them. And I see that when they are successful, when they have successful years, it's because they were willing to accept that. They're willing to believe in it. And then I can also see where they may have had a really good quarter, really good half a year, and then they kind of fell off the track. And really when you come down to it and you drill down and find out what went wrong, why did the train come off the track a little bit, it's almost always because they got away from the core understanding, the core belief that it does come back down to doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Everywhere you look, guys, everything you read, every message you see, every movie you see, every everything is – counter to doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Trying to find your passion, trying to find your big why, you know, not believing that, you know, you're a salesperson, you know, believing that there's some, you know, just all these different conflicting things that really muddies the water. And if some of you, and I know a lot of you, you don't come from sales backgrounds. This is your first sales job. And maybe nobody's told you this yet, you know, maybe you didn't read your real estate license, but at 99% of the time in most states, it says real estate salesperson's license. So you are in sales, but the industry, a large parts, yeah, curious, right? But the large parts of the industry, they don't want to accept that they're in sales. Sales isn't just about selling something, for God's sake. Sales is about service. Matter of fact, the best salespeople are also the best providers of service. So don't be in conflict about that. But what's happened over the years, and I think it's really happened mostly in the past maybe 25 years, 
is that all, all this sort of touchy-feely, feel-good, confusing stuff has entered in to the mindset of many people, causing them to not succeed at the level that they otherwise would. You guys notice how um, people will actually not support in positive ways the idea of hard work anymore. Oh, Tim, you're wrong. You know, hard work is seen. No, think about this, guys. When you come across somebody who's successful, do you say or do you hear somebody say, well, what did they have to give up for that, right? Or what did they have to sacrifice? What did they have to – That isn't, guys, that hasn't always been what people have said when they've come across successful people. Or here's something else that I've read recently, and this is even – this is true and not everywhere in the country, but successful people now are seen as having taken from other people, less successful people, taken from them, like robbed them on the street in order for them to have what they have. Have you guys ever really even know each other, right? Great. (laughs) So here you are. I want to be successful in life. I want to earn money. I want to accumulate, you know, wealth. I want to build some financial security. I want to have all that. And yet, you're being told societally that it's evil to have money. And yet, you're told that somehow you're an evil bastard if you decide to work hard and really stay focused on trying to, you know, guys. That's where Julie and I come in. We fill the gap. We actually, I think, and based on the feedback from all the emails we get from you guys, I think we're doing a decent job of really honestly telling you the real truth, cutting through the BS. It's probably from because we're from Ohio, <laughs> and people from Ohio have a tendency to sort of, you know, be really honest and really truthful and not get suckered into a lot of the fluff that's out there nowadays. So, guys, we're going to talk about the third part of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Go back and listen to the previous two shows and really drill down on it. And if you find yourself at any time resisting anything that we're saying, um, I would challenge you to check yourself. Write it down. It's just like, say, you know, if you get a little pang of anxiety on any of our past shows, we have hundreds of past shows you guys can go listen to. Um, on uh, Real Estate Coaching Radio, and uh, other, many of them are also on Inman. Just go back and listen to all of our past radio shows. And any time you got – not just in our radio shows, but in life in general, anytime you come across anything that gives you that little tiny pang of anxiety, uh, opposed to just allowing that anxiety to make it so that your, your thinking and your, your clarity of thought is clouded, don't find yourself – don't allow yourself to fall prey to your old biases – Make a mental note of where you felt that resistance, and then go back and then challenge yourself on that belief. And sometimes you'll find that you're right to feel and react the way you did, but other times you might find that you've been actually thinking and ha- you know, holding on to thoughts that have been holding you back from really enjoying all aspects of the life that um, you know, the God has given us. Julie, anything interesting from the emails and whatnot before we get to our first point? Anything interesting to share from all of our <laughs> wonderful coaching clients? Yeah. Well, we have so many great emails, it's hard to choose from them sometimes, and I just wanted to give some extra shout-outs to those of you who have been deploying your pre-listing packages, and that means some of you have been polishing what you already had, and others of you have never used it before. So just an extra shout-out to all of you guys that have been implementing and really taking it to the next level. And here's a great example. Uh, This is from Tina Fontana, who lives in Sacramento, so any Sacramento referrals can go Tina's way. Fontana spelled normally. And this is just a quick little email of gratitude. She says, Dear Julie, Michelle, and Sarah, and Tim, it is with great gratitude and excitement to announce that I obtained my first listing. I could not have achieved this if it was not for our great education, support, and great coaching from all of you. You are my wings. Julie, you opened my eyes to see what is possible. You gave me vision. 
Sarah, your kindness is truly a blessing. You were there when I needed help. Julia, you're correct when you stated that I will be coming up under the radar. Tina's one of those agents that nobody's going to see coming. She's got great skill, but she's not really making it too obvious, which is always fun. She said, I kept working the plan and becoming persistent, and it finally happened. I look forward to continually striving to be the best at who I am. Uh, blessings to all of you. And I sent back an email. Congratulations. Keep up the great work. Go get some more now. Okay, so congratulations to Tina, and I know that Sacramento will continue to give back to you since you have been really working hard at this. And Tina's a great example of something we're going to talk about later in the show today, about the accumulation effect and keeping on keeping on and not just, you know, making a two-hour effort one day when you felt like you were in the mood and then it didn't work out, so I guess it's not going to work out. No, Tina actually put her nose to the grindstone and followed an actual honest-to-goodness plan and it's working out. So nice job, Tina. And as I said in my email to you, go get some more now, now that you know you can do it. That's always fun. So, guys, a couple things before we get to our first point. And remember, this is the third part. You know, Go back and listen to the previous two shows on this very topic. Um, we are coaching clients just, to, just letting you know. We, have up, we are upgrading uh, the service that we're providing for you. So and this is just specifically for coaching clients, and don't worry, non-coaching clients, I'll keep this short. Um, right now you guys get, um, you know, obviously all the stuff that's part of the core coaching program, the premier coaching program, Coaching Essentials. And then you also are getting a private coaching call uh, with your coach every month, you know, coaching on demand. You schedule it around your own schedule. And you're also getting the weekly semi-private coaching call that usually Julie hosts, sometimes one of our other coaches hosts. Well, what we're going to do is we're actually going to enhance the service at no additional cost to you. We're now adding weekly mastermind calls. And so the mastermind call is going to be hosted by either myself, Julie, or one of our other coaches. And we're going to start doing that probably the next week or two. So make, and Oh, and here's the other thing. The actual website where all the content lives, the listing presentations, the buyer's presentations, the scripts, the sample ads, every single aspect of what you need to build your real estate business, that whole entire website, guys, we've taken the last like almost three or four months and we've upgraded it. So very shortly, you're going to have easier access to all the information. And the favorite, my favorite part of this is, is you're going to be able to access it on your mobile phone, which means the literally the hundreds, well, I don't know if it's hundreds, but it's at least tens of thousands of documents and forms and checklists, all the things that you need at every step in growing your real estate business, you'll be able to obviously get from your, down, your desktop or your, your cell phone. And the cool part is that means that when you guys are going on listing presentations, if you forget something, you'll be able to go to our website, log in, and then you know, basically uh, remind yourself of what you're supposed to say in a particular situation. Or maybe even use your, like, your iPad, and you can just present our material right off the iPad. That's what a lot of people do when they're getting started is they'll just have our, uh, quick listing, our Sharpie closed listing presentation written down on their iPads. Well, we've made it easier for you. So coaching clients, look for all those changes, all those improvements, all those upgrades, and it absolutely positively is no additional cost to you. So just opening your eyes, make sure you're paying attention, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. So Ms. Julie, let's get to the first point. Remember guys, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. So we talked about doing what you don't want to do. Uh, we talked about on a previous show when you don't want to do it, which is always the hardest part of my opinion. Okay. Now the third part is is when you don't want to do it. So Jules, jump in. This is at the highest level possible. So let's say you've come to terms with the fact that you've got to do, which means take action, and that you've got to do it when you don't feel like it, which is pretty much all the time. But now we've, uh, we've added a third layer. This is like the icing on the cake. So if you're going to do it and you're going to do it when you don't feel like it, now on top of that you've got to do it at the highest level? Well, what does that even mean? So point number one, stop dabbling, start polishing. Take each part of the business 
are you the best at that part of the business? Now, when I talk about parts of the business, I'm specifically talking about the things that make you money. That's lead generation, lead follow-up, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, and closing. Long-time coaching clients, you guys have this memorized. What will it take for you to be the best at those things which are most important? So don't try and work on it all at once. The most important thing is generating the leads in the first place because with no leads, it doesn't really matter whether you're great at lead follow-up. You don't have anything to follow up on. Same with pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, and closing. So what does it mean to be the best at lead generation? It means that you've studied it. You've worked the treasure map. You have multiple spokes that you're perfecting. You can talk about where your business comes from and why. You're not just dabbling. You're not just waiting to luck out into some referral or maybe a great open house lead. Okay? So write down, stop dabbling, start polishing. Take your business more seriously. Point number two related to that actually track your results. So for example, which of your spokes of lead generation are generating the highest number and quality of leads? How many of those leads does it take to set a qualified appointment? How many appointments do you take personally to generate closed buyer and seller business? How many listing appointments are you not turning into listings and why? You gotta know these facts. You know, if you were running, um, you know, you corporation, you would be accountable to these types of numbers and facts and figures and what are the ratios between what you're generating and what you're actually taking from that. So track your results. Do you actually know what's going on with your business or are you running a luck and hobby shop, right? You just well, Joey, make money we have when to, the market's good. Go ahead. I'm worried that your last two points might be going, and I don't mean this condescendingly, guys, but if some of you are feeling a little overwhelmed by not knowing what you're talking about, like, so here's the essence of it. I'm going to make this as give you as much uh, clarity and make this as simple as possible. Yeah, and translate. There are tons of, yeah, well, exactly. There are tons and tons and tons and tons of things that you could choose to worry about uh, in real estate. I mean, oh my God, right? <laughs> sure. You know, you go to a seminar, you go to an event, you read a book, you go to a website, you go to a Facebook group, there's more crap for you to have to think about and worry about. And you feel overwhelmed. And what ends up happening is, is you don't end up actually mastering the things that really matter. They're really, and here's the clarity and here's the simplicity part, and you guys should never, ever forget this. When Julie and I figured this out, when we were selling real estate, it made all the difference. There are only really five, maybe six things that you really need to focus on mastering in real estate in this industry to be incredibly successful. The rest of the things you probably never actually even really, you need to understand, but you never need to master because they're the easiest things to delegate. Okay, Julie, those things are. Well, the things that you, de that you can delegate or you want the list that they can't delegate? No, 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 Julie, the five things that make them money in real estate. There's lead okay, generation. Easy. Yeah, and I do it chronologically, right? So you got to generate the lead in the first place, then you got to do lead follow-up. Pre-qualify that lead, Present, negotiate, close. That's it. That's it. Right. Now, everything else you guys can delegate. Everything else you guys can, frankly, never get good at. We have coaching clients, and again, I know this makes us unique, who choose not to work with buyers aside from the buyers that are also their sellers, you know, the guys that are basically two transactions, and that's fine. But other than that, they choose not to work with buyers, and they put all their best efforts every day towards focusing on listings. That's called smart, by the way, because listings give you leverage that buyers never will. If you want to know where your weekends and evenings are going, uh, buyers, so if you want to know where basically uh, – 
your leverage can come in where you can actually start having consistent income, it definitely is mastering the skills of becoming a listing agent. And on an aside, becoming a listing agent is easier than working with buyers because working with buyers is physical labor and working with uh, sellers is mental labor, meaning when you're working with a seller, it's about a script. It's about knowing what to say and how to say it. And again, the sellers always say about the same five or six things, whether you're you know, talking to them about selling their house or you're negotiating with them about a uh, you know, price reduction, they're always going to follow the same conversation pattern. And once you remember our scripts, you will know what they're going to say before they even think to say it. That, guys, this is a very, very simple business to master, provided you're willing to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. So really, the essence of at the highest level is accepting the fact, back to Jules' original point, accepting the fact that this is your career. Don't question anymore whether or not this is your career or you're, or you're just basically passing through waiting for the next best opportunity. I bet you 90% of the people listening right now are not seeing this as their career, and they're just passing through waiting for the best, next best opportunity. How do I know that? Because the failure rate in this business is something like 90% after every 24 months. So I want you to think about that. Is this your career, or is this something you're doing that you're just basically doing to, you know, until something else comes along or to you know, pay for a trip to Disney World? What is it? And if it's the second, you're going to always struggle. So give yourself the luxury, give yourself the blessing, and remove the burden that you have been carrying along and make a 100% commitment to saying, this is my career. Just say that to yourself. Try it on for a second. Even those of you who are saying, this is my career, I want you to say, this is my career. This is the thing. There won't be another thing. This is my thing. What if that actually is the mindset that you have? Now, don't you feel a little bit lighter because now you have a lot more clarity? Having one foot in, one foot out actually causes you, it gives you a burden of stress, confusion. You know, that's where a lot of your stress comes in. And then you're also not knowing what to focus on. You are then finding yourself attracted to all the little gimmicky, shiny, you know, pretty little, you know, goofball things that are being pitched so often to agents. All the little buying of the buyer leads and all the this and the that's. That's the reason that you guys are attracted to those things because you are not actually, and this is an internal conversation you have to have with yourself, you've not 100% in many cases accepted the fact that this is your career. When you do, then all of a sudden, okay, this is my career. What do I have to master? Then you'll go back to those five things that Julie just said. You guys getting all this? You see how, by the way, success in this industry really is more about mindset than it is skill set? I mean, if skill set comes after the mindset, you have to have the mindset, then the skill set will be easily adapted because the skills really aren't that difficult. Um, so, yeah, working with sellers is mental work. Working with buyers is physical work. If you're finding yourself, if you now are looking at the year and you're saying, I spent countless hours with buyers, half of which didn't perform, well, maybe you need to start thinking about the fact that your future is with becoming a listing agent, and it's actually easier once you said, this is my career, now what do I need to master? So, Julie, what's the next point? All right, so point number three, which you are touching on, is ask yourself this simple question. Are you all in or not in? with regards to how you take your business seriously. Are you 100% invested and committed to each part of the business, to real estate in general, or are you trying it out, waiting it out, seeing how it goes, dabbling, you know, that sort of thing? Agents who are trying it out have sporadic income as a result of their sporadic, it says results, but as a result of their sporadic work. Agents who are 100% committed have predictable results and predictable income. So if you're kind of like one foot in the door, one foot out the door, isn't that already a built-in psychological excuse why it might not work out for you? It's because you're not 100% invested, so why would the business give 100% back to you? 
you're not really earning it if that's how you're looking at it. So are you all in or not in? It's one of the main questions that we ask incoming coaching clients. Are you committed to this or are you just seeing how it goes? Because there is a Julie, huge a difference point. in the mindset. Sure. Let's give them a practical example, okay? So all of you guys have returned a lead call, right? Seller or buyer lead. I don't care where you got it, okay? Now, how many of you guys have winged it? Sort of maybe you remember to ask all the questions. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Versus how many of you actually followed the script where you knew you were asking every single question, where you were asking, where you were actually were qualifying their motivation, qualifying their ability to finance if it was a buyer. How many of you right now, if you had a lead show up, would say, oh, I'll get to it later. You know, you can wait another 10 minutes until the show's over today. That's, you know, but how many of you like in between radio shows are like taking buyer or seller leads and just getting around to them when you can. So that's a difference. Okay. So doing what you don't want to do when you want, don't want to do it at the highest level. The highest level, so you're already making the effort. You're going to call that person back. It'll be when you get around to it. And you're going to say what you're going to say. It's not going to be organized. It's generally speaking not going to result in a lead. You know, it's not going to result in you actually doing a transaction. What I'm asking you to do is, see, you're already putting in the effort. You're already actually showing up. You're actually calling that person back. You're putting forth your time and your effort. The highest level would be using a script. The highest level would be asking the questions that need to be asked for you could, so you could determine what the motivation of that person is. You see, we're not asking you guys to go from basically being you know, bench warmers to all of a sudden home run hitters. We're just asking you to add another maybe, maybe 10% of effort to what you're already doing, and it's going to make all the difference. And it's a 10% increase in effort on every aspect of those five things Julie talked about, lead generation, pre-qualifying, those things. If you could just increase your skill set, increase basically your willingness to follow a proven system on those five core things, your life will change. You will not be carrying around the burden anymore that a lot of you guys are of uncertainty because you'll know that you're following something, you're doing something that works consistently. Tim, I have a pre-qualifying script that works. It works great. Okay, well, here's an idea for you. When you're actually pre-qualifying somebody and you, everyone calls back a, a lead as if it were a buyer, did you know that probably 50 to 60% of those people also have properties to sell? So if your existing you know, call pattern works to, for converting buyers, why is it you don't have more listings? Because you're not asking the question early on and they're listing with somebody else or not listing at all. Guys, open your mind to the fact that it's just 10% more effort to get literally, in many cases, millions of dollars more in difference in terms of uh, sold homes and revenue for you. That's what we're talking about. We're not asking you guys to learn how to, you know, be astronauts. We're just asking you guys to learn how to just take what you're already doing and making it that much better. And when you do it, and you do it under the, you know, lead generation, the pre-qualifying, the presenting, the negotiating, and the closing, when you do it under those five categories, just 10% better in each of those categories. Now, let's be honest. Some of you, it's going to be like 50% better. You know, if you're new, it's going to be 100% better. But for most of you, it's just going to be a 10% difference between what you're doing and what you should be doing to get a thousand times better result. Does that make sense, Julie? Absolutely. And that leads into my next point nicely. Point number four, one degree more makes water boil. So at 211 degrees, is just hot water. Sometimes the last best effort, that last degree, creates the boiling point. Are you stopping short just when it becomes difficult, just when it's a challenge? Are you stopping just short of that? Here's the thing, so many people think that it's going to take this massive amount of more effort to be doing things at the highest level, when in fact, sometimes it's just that extra degree, just that extra phone call, just that extra effort 
to make the commitment to calling all of your leads back when you see them, not when you feel like it. Urgency makes a difference. People are way more likely to work with you, give you an appointment, talk to you, etc., when they talk to you right away. And so what happens is you drag it out and then you decide that, you know, sign calls are no good. Well, sign calls are great when you call them back immediately. You're right, they're not that great if you wait two, three days or two or three weeks. So realize that it's just one more degree that makes water boil. Back to you, Tim. Julia, you said you had a shout-out. Do you have somebody you want to recognize, or are we I, moving I, on here? Uh, that was my Tina shout-out. Okay, cool. All right, so guys, Sorry. listen, um, before we get to the next point, um, we have touched on the real estate treasure map several times during uh, today's show. You need to get a copy of it. It's free. It's easy. All you got to do is fill out that form that's right there on your iPad, iPhone, Android device, desktop, whatever. Uh, if you're on your phone, you'll need to scroll down name, email address, phone number, and then we'll email you automatically links to not just that book but five other books as well. Um, we are definitely in a golden time of year for those who know how to dig for gold. Less competition out there, agents getting out of the business for the season, lots of expireds, lots of other opportunities, FISBOs that are, you know, all kinds of great things that are happening. Guys, little secret, your new year has already started. The business, the relationships that you start forming now, those are the ones that are going to pay you dividends next year. That is one of the most critically important things that you need to take away from any of our shows. Your new year has already started. So use the real estate treasure map and create your business plan. You get it for free just by filling out that form. And when you do, we're going to call you back or answer any questions you might have about the coaching program. I won't talk much about it, but here's the nice thing about it is if you use the student approval program, it's only $99 a month, so you can't lose. And this is the perfect time for you to be gearing up your education going into next year. If there's ever anything that uh, we can do to improve that coaching program, we always do. It's real-time, you know, absolutely practical, tactical coaching. It's exactly what many of you guys have been looking for. Next point, Jules. All right, so the next point is realize that the accumulation effect is on your side. The accumulation of your best efforts for an extended period of time is what gives you momentum. But momentum never occurs without first creating the accumulation of effort. There is no skipping of this step. This is a critical, major, life-changing point. Okay? You cannot skip the step of the accumulation effect. Now, what is the accumulation effect? This is not talking about like three straight hours of, of working. <laughs> this is like you know, daily focus. So realize the accumulation effect is on your side, but only if you work it. And we've got a few more points, but I think uh, if you've got time to go, I will finish them out, Tim. Yeah, Julie, let's give them a little bit extra time right. today. But you know what? You just touched okay. on something, the accumulation effect. That is the heart of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. That is getting up in the morning at the same time, exercising at the same time. You know, that is starting your day with something that's going to be motivational, you know, a prayer or something. That is starting the day with being showing gratitude towards the people that you love. That is starting the day with a mindset that's powerful and then doing, in many cases, it's most effective for you guys to do the things you don't want to do when you don't want to do at the highest level in the morning. I know I always have. You know, that get would include, with, right? uh, yeah, get it over with. Picking up the phone, making those outbound contacts, doing all that type of work, do that first in the morning. You will not, on most days, have a home run. Matter of fact, don't even expect a home run. Expect on most days you get off the bench and you maybe get on second base, okay? Or rather, maybe you get on first base. Your day, your life, your success long-term is about the accumulation of base hits. Don't look for home runs. 
Don't expect that somehow you're just going to get up there and swing and all of a sudden hit it out of the park. It'll happen occasionally, but your life should be about base hits. Don't look for the home runs. The accumulation of the base hits will end up with you scoring points, right? Easy enough analogy. So doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level means you have to put in the effort every single day. That's really, really critical. One of the hardest things uh, people have to accept is just that. And yet, here's the the amazing thing. All of you guys already know it's true. You intuitively know that's true. And yet, look how many things in life try to reinforce us not actually doing what we don't want to do and we don't want to do at the highest level. Next point, Julie. Next point is number six. The highest level means that no one is better than you in your market at the most important actions in real estate. That might not be true just yet, but it's the mindset that you carry which creates your highest level effort. So think about that. The highest level means you're at least sitting with that thought that you're going to be the best at these things. You're working on being the best. Maybe that's not the case yet, but that is your mindset. Point number seven, operating at the highest level means you're not afraid of competition, not afraid to be urgent and relentless with your lead follow-up. You're not afraid of conflict. You're not afraid to close. You're not afraid to negotiate. You welcome the opportunity to be of service because you know how to provide the highest level of service. How many people don't call back, don't negotiate, don't, you know, worry, don't do the best level of negotiation on home inspections because you're afraid of conflict? So you sit on those calls. You wait two and three days. while, meanwhile, your clients and the other agent heat up and make it worse for you. So operating at the highest level means that you go forward into that competition, into that conflict, into that negotiation, and you embrace it. That's a major difference between the top producers and everyone else. Point number eight, the highest level is not a stagnant position to maintain. You must be constantly improving, polishing, and learning to actually stay there. You must be coachable even when you're winning most of the time. So even when you're doing what you don't want to do, when you don't want to do it, and you're doing it at the highest level, you still have to work to stay there. That's just life. And I always joke that, you know, that's why we call it work and not vacation is, you know, because it takes work. But that's okay. What else are you doing? It's actually easier to operate this way than to fight it. It takes so much effort not to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it and to do it at a crappy level. I think it's actually well, when you harder do, personally. It, well, well, why is it harder, though? Because at, you don't – everything else – when you don't do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level, what happens is all the other experiences in your life – have this veil of like you know unworthiness to them. So you might be out with your friends and watching a movie and whatever, having a great time. But the reality of it is, is if you know in the back of your mind that you didn't actually do anything about you know earning money, or you didn't do what you were supposed to do that day, or you didn't call that lead back, look, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. It eats you alive, right? And that's it's totally and completely voluntary. You don't have to live like that. And that's what makes it so you guys are burned out. If you want to know what the cure of burnout is, it's just basically too much information, not enough focus, number one. But number two is is not knowing what to do every single day and not actually getting it done. And, guys, that comes back down to what we've been talking about. When you listen to us on the, on the radio, which we do every day, hopefully you guys are, you know, you're quickly figuring out that success, long-term, ever-increasing success in all aspects of your life, but we focus on your real estate business, isn't really, at the end of the day, that complicated, is it? And here's the little interesting part of it. All this information that we're passing along to you, it feels like, you know, it feels like it's a fit for how many of you already think. 
because intuitively it's a match for what you know is true. When you guys have that little epiphany, the light bulb go off, and I know we have occasional moments like that, and some of you guys email us when you have that experience, and we always appreciate it. Julie's email address is julie at timandjulieharris.com, and mine is tim at timandjulieharris.com. Here's a little secret about those little light bulb moments. All that is is Julie or I um, reminding you of something you already know. That's where that feeling comes from. The feeling of new information is a different feeling. The little spark of energy or the aha moment, whatever you guys want to call it, that's just being reminded. Now, you might not know when you originally learned that, but you know, maybe you even think, well, you know what? I've always thought that was true. Those are the types of things that people say when they have those little aha moments. Well, it's because it's intuitive. It's natural. It's normal. Find more of those moments. Align yourself with more of that type of thinking, and it cuts away all the fog, the BS, so that when you're out with your friends and you're sitting with your family or you're doing whatever this Sunday, you know, you don't have to feel that burden of, you know, being a failure or feeling like you're not actually not knowing what's supposed to be done or all those types of confusing thoughts that really do burn people out. Being burned out is voluntary, guys. It truly is, especially if you're willing to listen through it. I know there's hundreds and hundreds of shows, but listen to the past podcasts that resonate with you the most and take action on this, guys. Please take action on this information. Julie, I think we have one more point, right? Nope, we're good. We're all through. Okay. Good. So, guys, listen, anytime for anything, for any reason you ever need us, just email us, julie at timandjulieharris.com, tim at timandjulieharris.com. For those of you over the past few months who have chosen to give us the honor of being your coach, I sincerely appreciate it. And I hope you guys um, do understand and do see in the quality of the material that we've created for you that we really do have our heart and souls and um, helping you guys Frankly, helping you guys have an easier path than maybe we had when we were getting to where we are. Hopefully. So, again, yeah, right? I mean, isn't that really the driving force, Julie? Wouldn't you have loved yeah. to have discovered oh this back in 94 like, and 5 when you and I were starting? I always yeah. have that I mean, vision, you, you know, in our first little tiny micro house that was smaller than our garage. Uh, you and I sitting feet. in that front room and having that yep. giant Remax catalog, not even online, just print huge catalog nope. like the phone book. You know, all the stuff you were supposed to buy and supposed to kind of invent yourself and come up with a brand. And what I remember sitting there going, Are you kidding me? We're supposed to be doing this? How do you even start? What what is up with this? (laughs) You know, know, and they're they're blessed and cursed with all of the the technology and the offers that they get. But that's what we try and help you guys with is to make those decisions. Go ahead. What Julie and I did, and you guys who've been with us for a long time, is we didn't do we threw the catalog out. We may have ordered business cards <laughs> we cried uncle. about the extent of it. Yeah, we cried uncle. Yeah. What we did is we basically um back this is back way before coaching, is we would we spent a whole bunch of money. We leased a Mazda Millennia, if you guys remember those from back in the day. And we actually went and started uh shadowing uh top producing agents around the country. And we were lucky enough uh to shadow a lot of really fantastic agents and um, you know, that's really was the start of our career. And we sold over 100 houses our first year, and this was when we were basically right out of college, like a couple of years out of college. That really did happen. And from that, we wrote a book, the National Association of Realtors, back when they had this magazine that everyone coveted. You know, we were you just all kinds of hype stuff happened way back in the day. But people ask us to this day, how did you guys sell over 100 houses the first year? And the answer is, the true answer is, the exact same information that's in the coaching program. 
The scripts that Julie and I came up with back then were based on our own experience going after the for sale by owners and the expired and centers of influences and the past clients and all the rest of it, and the scripts that we from the agents that were the top producing agents. And then what's happened over the past couple of decades is we've refined the scripts and we've made them better. Sometimes our coaching clients come up with some of the best suggestions on how to make things better. So stuff isn't stagnant. We always have to evolve it, just like you always have to change. We always have to change. And I think that's one of the reasons that we resonate with so many of you. Um, that, and let's be honest, the coaching program is shockingly affordable. If you use the student approval program, it's only $99 a month. So listen, guys, if there's ever anything, Tim at Tim and Julie Harris, Julie at Tim and Julie Harris.com. Have a fantastic day, and we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.